us in here, guys. <laughs> you know, I got this Waikia Hawaiian volcanic coffee here, and I just learned that there's actually holes in the coffee bag. You can <laughs> smell it. I can smell it. <laughs> smell it, guys. Oh. Have you guys yeah. dabbled I'm... in your Waikia coffee yet? I have. Yes, we actually have. I love the smell of coffee, but I can't, like... Drink it? Fully drink a ton of it. Fully drink really? I can't fully drink it. Because if you... <laughs> Fully, she means if it's not doused with mm, uh, milk sugar. and some type of flavoring, yeah. she will not be drinking. But really? it smells so good. It so does. I'm like, why can I enjoy the taste of it? Yeah. There's a big gap, though, between the taste and the smell, I think. For that's sure. That's fair. And every, that's how everyone starts, though. You, you've got the gateway drug in. Everyone starts going heavy yeah. creamer and give it a couple <laughs> years yeah. and you'll be snorting <laughs> coffee grounds. <laughs> For sure. Hey, I've gotten better. You've gotten so much better. And now she, like, Every single time I make a cup, she like looks at me. I'm like, "You want to try it, don't you?" I think you like <laughs> want to like yeah. coffee. Cuz I'm like, "Oh, I could definitely use some caffeine right now." Yeah. But you do tea? Just don't dabble tea, in the caffeine. Tea yeah. is worse than coffee. For like jitters you know, and stuff. Ted no, Lasso, taste. when he's like, oh, it's taste. like oh, gotcha. <laughs> dirty leaf oh, yeah. water. It is dirty, <laughs> dirty Wait, water. You think that too? Yeah, I think it's disgusting. It's dirty, dirty water. I got tea but, right here. A little ginger turmeric tea. But when uh, you, I mean, coffee, like, <laughs> look at it. Like, that's that's looks like dirt water. It is actually yeah. dirty bean water. I don't yeah. know what we we literally just water. in Doha. They were like, here's some tea to try. Oh gosh, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. I love me some tea. <laughs> What kind and of? And coffee. Is Pretty it much like anything. A, oh, really? Um, I'm a fan of some peppermint. Oh. <laughs> Good thing Trevor doesn't li- listen to this podcast. <laughs> he forget- <laughs> We were in Germany, and they were, like, ordering beers and stuff, and yeah. I was trying to, you know, stay straight. I'm not, not have any inflammation in my body. Yeah. And, and so I ordered peppermint tea at, like, a German, like, brew house, and, and the guy uh, that was serving us was just like, Started laughing because he, <laughs> he thought I was joking. He's like, peppermint tea. Okay, what do you want? He's like, oh no, I'm good. <laughs> so Trev and, and Jose and everybody live that one down. That's but pretty I good. like any any blend, you know, a good breakfast blend in the morning. Go to sleep tea at night. Mm. It's more just like a few sips, you know, the aroma. Yeah, aromatherapy. I just like a hot drink. Hot drinks. It's yeah, just something about a hot drink that I. Just pretty and much they're not sugary. Yeah. Coffee and tea is no sugar. Yeah. So. yeah, that's fair. There's like two types of teas that I like, and they're like the tea Havana. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> You're like, like uh, Arizona iced tea. <laughs> it was, it and, was uh, peach. Southern sweet tea. Peach Bellini, I think, is one of them. Ooh, peach Bellini. It was actually really good. Sounds and then Isn't I that put, like a champagne drink? Uh, like the real Bellini? Yeah, but yeah, tea form of it. Gotcha. So it wasn't like as dirty water tasting. So I liked it. Hmm. That's great. Well, you guys drink Cokes in the middle of matches. Cokes. I saw that on oh, a... old school athletes. That <laughs> yeah. used to be a big thing back in the day. Really? That's actually like yeah. prior whenever we like travel internationally, it's like I got to get my case of Coke Zeros. Like I need Coke Zeros. And that's what I drink instead of coffee. Um, it works. And when you're playing, that doesn't get you super bloated or anything. That would, I would die. Oh, athlete, yeah. like triathletes and stuff used to... For the last, like, I don't know, depends how long the race is, but the last quarter of the race, like, just hammer coke, caffeine, <laughs> and sugar <laughs> to I mean, get I through the race. I also love the taste of it. Yeah. Like, I would just drink it yeah. constantly. Why zero, though? Just because. Just for the Sounds most part, healthier. like, if it's in, like, during a match, I'll go regular coke just because it does have some calories. Yeah. But 
Coke Zero just because just it has some caffeine and fake sh- fake sweeteners scare me a little. Yeah, I'm just like what is that? <laughs> I'd Honestly, just know that it's is something. Sugar. Everything just I'm like is not good for you. It. Yeah, yeah, no. it's so true. It's like a banana. Too many bananas is bad for you. Yeah, strawberry. That's a good point. You're like. The sticker that they anything. put on the banana leaks the chemicals into it yeah. and causes <laughs> yeah. whatever. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, other. I mean, everyone drinks Coke Zero, so I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, if they're all gonna like die or something, then then we all go down then, together. Yeah, we're all going down. We all go down <laughs> drinking a delicious beverage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at least I enjoy it. <laughs> I think you have a true addiction to it, though. You yeah, probably sometimes. Oh, now she's throwing you under the bus. <laughs> I'm I'm being honest right now. Hot seat, Kristen, you are addicted. <laughs> That's actually why we gathered here today. <laughs> this is an we intervention. Oh, yeah. We have, intervention. Some, we have some fans out there. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's why I like coffee is because there's no sugar or anything added. It's just like caffeinated hot water, basically. Bean Dirty bean water. <laughs> Every time you drink it, you're going to be like, dirty bean water. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day, or whenever, and I think I started drinking coffee in, like, elementary school. <laughs> wow. Because I remember what? I remember taking my mom, I literally remember driving to school, like, and I only did this drive in elementary school, and, like, with my milk, it was, like, half milk, half sugar, and then I'd pour my, some of my parents' coffee in it. I'm like, why did my parents let me do that? <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm then just... in, in high school, I'm, like, hammering monsters on the way to school just, oh, man. just because. Oh. oh, and now you're worried about the ingredients. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. It's just... A man can change, Tanya. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I was younger, someone, ta- someone told me that coffee, like, stunted your growth. And I was like, never drinking it. <laughs> No, Obviously, it, it didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have drank it. I don't even know who told me that. I don't know. Well, we but. all drink coffee. Yeah. So. That's <laughs> Man. Right, can I go back? Can I go back? I didn't, start, I didn't start drinking coffee until the end of, well, when I got to LSU, actually. I didn't even drink coffee when I was at Creighton. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Almost got went down. <laughs> oh. Nice. <sighs> I really I wish this was what our house felt like whenever we like came home from practice or something. Are you it, I, you like it warm, huh? I, oh, this, me too. I don't know why everyone wants to practice oh. at eight a.m. Like, oh, it's it is so cold. So cold. It is. You can't feel your feet. Yeah. And I am not a cold weather person. Yeah. Not at all. So the entire every time we go back to the house, I'm like, oh, it's so cold. I'm, so, I'm literally like freezing, like yeah. blankets, like <laughs> layers, while I'm just in the house. I'm right yeah, there with I you. I bought the gloves with batteries in it now. So I'm Whoa. like legit wearing ski gloves to practice <laughs> if it's at 8.30. It's the earliest we go. And it's freezing with sand socks, everything. Yep, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And I just, I don't know why people go at 8 a.m. There's so many other times in the day that are way more pleasant. It is perfect 10 a.m. is great, yeah. yeah. 10 a.m. is the, yeah. that's the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. For, but Delaney, that was her biggest complaint with... The women, because all the guys, most of the guys will practice at pretty reasonable times, either 9 or 10, or yeah. tomorrow I'm going at 11. But all the women are like, yeah, we're, we're going at 7. But he's like, why? Yeah. What are we doing? You don't get to sleep. Big yeah. on sleep. You feel yeah. like you have to get your sleep. Yeah. And then you're just freezing. And then yeah. you get to the end of practice, and you're like finally warm, because it's warm outside, and then you leave. Yeah. Makes yeah. no sense. And the I mean, first hour practice is, isn't great, because everyone's just trying to thaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
Well, yeah. it's one thing if you're going to, like, use the rest of your day. Like, oh, I'll wake up. Like, Kobe, I'll wake up earlier so I can get four practices in. And, right. But let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are these 8 a.m. teams doing? Unless they have side jobs, which yeah, a lot of which is common. Some people yeah, have. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, no. Yeah. And you don't that. even get to, like, see the sun. So, like, I'm very pale right now. <laughs> like... I need I need some sun exposure yeah. <laughs> before season starts. Yeah, it's but true. But when I'm in leggings and joggers on top, that's not really no not really helping me out. I can't imagine that you ever get dark, dark though. No, but <laughs> for sure darker than I am right now. <laughs> I for, I used to be like I just would stay the same color, but at, ever since I started playing more and more, I for sure change yeah. a little bit. So it's nice. But back to pasty right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, we had you guys in about a year ago. Yeah. And I feel like you have lived three lifetimes me since too. then. It's it crazy to think that it was only a year ago <laughs> that you've had. That was your rookie year. That's crazy. Yeah. It feels like you guys have been around for like a couple of years and it was just one enormous year. <laughs> it, well, wow. Are you saying that right now? I'm like, wow. What? I know. I think I even yet I like... This week we were like, wow, that was our first year, like on the international like oh, tour. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> it's like that. It it's for sure grind, felt huh? like an eternity, but then it also felt like it went by like so fast. It's like so so bizarre, like the difference of like, I don't know. It was yeah. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't even been a full year since you played your first event when you guys yeah. were just yeah, signed up March. like 15th on the reserve list of oh, cool and gotta. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we saw that off. registration. I was like, like should oh. we sign up and go just for fun? <laughs> She's like, no. Yeah. But, Those. yeah. And each tournament, I feel like we learned 15 things that everybody just, like, knows. They're like, oh, you just know that. And you're like, okay, we didn't know. You know, like, it's just like, we... We didn't know if we had to play the next day or if we made it to, like, the round of 16 or the round of 12 or if we had to play again or if we could go home. Couldn't find food sometimes. Didn't know when the restaurants would open. And everybody else just, like, had it down to a T. Yeah. That was literally in Brazil. It was our first challenge event. And yeah. we had, like, won the – it was in pool play, right? Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, we won. Like, okay, I get – like, we made it through. And then it was literally Lisa Reed who came and was the, the provider. And she was like, oh, yeah, you have to check and see, like, you may have another game tonight. We were like, what? We were like, we are going to go get dinner. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she was like, no, you got to do this, this. And we were like, thank goodness you yeah. told us this. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's just little the team things. that doesn't show up to a match. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been us two or three times just because we had no idea. <laughs> yeah. But figured it out. So, yeah, little things like that. We, we've had some experiences. Mm-hmm. I bet. Does anything stand out? Like, are there any big learning moments that stand out to you guys? Hmm. Mm. The one again from Brazil, this isn't really a learning moment, but it was just kind of funny. That game that we actually had to play at night, we were playing Sponsor Cannon. Yeah. And in Brazil, they like, or I don't know if it's just in Itapema, like where we were, they like, the restaurants don't open like super early. Yeah. And oh, yeah. we were like, I think the game was at like seven or six or something. So it was like that weird, like awkward time. And we were like, we need food. <laughs> and the restaurant that we like really liked, we literally went to it right before, like we got there, like probably like 20 minutes before it opened. Like everyone in the, in the restaurant was like meeting, getting prepared. And we were like standing by the door, like, please let us in. Like, <laughs> and we finally, we ate and we're, it like took a little while. So we're like, 
scarfing down our food. We have to try and get an Uber to the venue because we probably are at this moment. We're probably playing like scheduled to play in an hour and we're still at this restaurant. (laughs) We're trying to get an Uber. Uber, it's like not loading. It's like not picking up a ride. We're like, oh my goodness, what do we have to do? Like, we're just going to have to run to the venue. (laughs) So we ran right after we ate. Yeah, right after we ate. <laughs> it was probably like a ten, <laughs> 10, 15 minute. Is that Itapema you said? Yeah. Did you run on the water? No. no. Just we're through the streets. Through the streets, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was we, a little dangerous, a little sketchy, yeah, but we were like, for sure, run faster. I'm sure yeah, Sponsor and Cannon were probably like, where are they? Because they were like, <laughs> uh, we get there and they were like fully warmed and we're just coming like running in. We like, I think we like peppered and then it was like, all right. Game time. Game time. And that's exactly how yeah. it happened, yeah. And you won. And we played very well. It was yeah. like, we, we were just <laughs> cruising, like Everything was clicking. It was like, okay, should we do this um, all the time? Right. <laughs> because I couldn't, like, breathe. It's, like, right after you eat, and then you run, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, I could throw up right now. And I was like, but we have to play. So here we go. I think it was just you didn't think about it at all. We were just trying to make it on time. Yeah. So you got your adrenaline rush early. Yeah. So by the time the match started, the nerves were pretty calm. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't oh, even yeah. think because it was just like, here we go. Like, we also which, didn't show up at the Stad. It was the quarterfinal game against Tina. And we showed up at the practice courts. And we were trying to, like, get a ride to, like, the main court. And everybody was, like, every single ref. And they were all, like, looking for us. <laughs> we were at the warm-up court, like, waiting for a ride. And they had to, like, shuffle a bunch of things, finally get us there. And all the refs were, like, you know when you're the first game. Like, you can come right. and warm, warm up, up on the- no idea. So that no was a idea. stadium court match? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you war- Do you normally warm up? Like, if you're not in the first match, you warm up all the that way. That was our first yeah. time in the first match. They, made, the side they made you. And then they yeah. give you a shuttle over? Yep. Yeah. Mm, I forget. So we were like, we don't know if they're going to make us do that. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, we are the first match, but sometimes they are weird about, like, no, you can't warm up. Like, yeah, on I the could court. see that. That's, there's so, some logic there. We're just like. We're just doing so it. So we showed up late to that one, too. Yeah. We it wasn't like, late. Why is but... no one at the practice court? We're like, this is not good. <laughs> How was your first Stad experience? Amazing. Stad. I think you have to say it like that. Stad. Uh, remember uh, just majestic. Schitt's Creek? The... Yeah. <laughs> in there, Stad. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> it's so it funny. It is pretty cool. If yeah. I'm ever in a bad mood, I seriously put it on and I laugh for 30 minutes straight and then I'm great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they filmed it and like got through some of the scenes. I'm like, I would have been dying laughing. It probably took so many takes yeah. a lot of times, especially because a lot of them are family members. Yeah. yeah. And which makes yeah. the dynamic so oh, much yeah. funnier. David. Yeah. The dad and the son. Yeah. Were I think our family. Family. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know what the rest of the show would be, but just that dynamic alone. So There's two family members. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. A lot. Gosh. But Stad. Stad. Amazing. It is, and right? I think probably a game that I will never forget was the it wasn't quarters, it was round of sixteen. Mm. I don't know, probably one it, that we almost missed again. Yeah. <laughs> it was round of sixteen and we played the Swiss team. Oh yeah. And that crowd was just, I've never seen something like that in a beach volleyball scenario. Like every hand motion, every oh, yeah. chant, like in sync. No one missed a yeah. beat. Like, just like, what is happening right now? It was like, sometimes you were just like in service, even you wanted to just I be was, like, yeah, I exactly. was looking around for sure. And I was like, wow, this is impressive. 
Wow, did they the ball coming. This? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do they know? How do every single person in this stand right. like know every single motion? Mm-hmm. It was, that was they're like perfectly the choreographed dances with the DJ. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that event has been running for I don't know what ever since fall, the world A tour started. Well, I think they yeah. all love volleyball there too. So like, yeah. if we had a good play, even though obviously they had the home team. They would still cheer for yeah. us. Like, it wasn't like a... Cheer for good volleyball. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that just travel for that event every year. And that used to be the case for Klagenfurt, but, like, even more so. Klagenfurt, Austria. Oh, okay. Klagenfurt was, like, Woodstock of beach volleyball. Oh. I mean, smaller scale, obviously, but I, I went out once. It was, like, pouring rain at night. And for whatever reason, we drove by. There's, like, a campground. And it's literally just tents littered everywhere. And people are like, there's mud because it was raining. And these people were just like toughing it all to just show up to the volleyball the next day and just go crazy all day long. It's like partying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pretty much. Insane, on the lake. So everyone's just partying around this lake and then packing into the stadium. And that's was it the same? Did they have like hand motions? And- oh, yeah. No, that's like a full, like all the Europe fans know that. And they've had like similar things my whole career like i go out there i'm like can you guys like change the <laughs> yeah like monster block monster i love block. that one it's or yeah ace, after ace. 10 years ace, ace. after 10 years you get a little over it yeah, that makes sense every night you're just like oh hearing it just, damn it the one that kills me is the after a good rally it's like we love volleyball i'm like oh, come on fans clap your hands, hands. <laughs> like, oh. now all these are going back in my that head Damn it, I shouldn't have got a block. (laughs) Just went to normal points. You don't have to listen to anything. When they do it on like a pretty average block, like a soft block or something, you know, just like kind of tapped it down. Like, that's not worthy. (laughs) I agree. It's funny as a commentator because sometimes they'll put up monster block when someone just swings into the net and like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Good block by the net. Did great. Good right. firm press Stuffed by the net. <laughs> Nothing getting through that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I mean, like, volleyball or sports in general in the European market is just such a different experience for the actual fan base where they're, like, involved and, like, they want to be, like, active and dancing and, like, doing things. Whereas Americans are like, no, I'm not dancing. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Put your hands up. They're like, no. <laughs> Shut up. I'm watching. I'm watching the game. I want to yell at them. I want to heckle them or something. It's actually such yeah. a good point. They never, I mean, yeah. European fans aren't heckling pretty much ever. It's it's only <laughs> Americans, I feel like. that. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Brazil occasionally. Yeah. Brazil, they just don't cheer for you. That if was, you are not Brazil, we were playing Brazil, yeah. dead silent. You'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that exactly. was a really sick play. Nothing. Like, you exactly. could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Just like, okay. But they're not like <laughs> yelling at you. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. Like trying to get in your head. Yeah. That I remember. <clears throat> yeah, it might just be a distinctly American thing. <laughs> that oh, I wonder why people don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ever going to get one uh FIVB here, you think? Um, Gosh, I hope so. That'd be awesome. I just mm. feel like everybody talks about it and it's always like, oh maybe oh there's lots of beach volleyball. No, never. You just need someone to step up and want to do it a promoter and Leonard Motto's out and AVP doesn't seem to have any interests anymore 
So there's like no one in How line to do it. How did that work? Did you play in the one that was like when it was? Wasn't there like I played in a, a lot. AVP? It was like linked in AVP it's and FIVB. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So AVP oh. was the promoter for the FIVB. So it was an AVP branded event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously it wasn't AVP teams necessarily, except for wild cards and whatnot. Uh, that was Huntington. 2018. They ran um, wow. St. Pete, AVP, FIVB back in the day. I think that's the only two AVP ran. And then we had the World Series of Beach Volleyball, which was really rad. Two years, it was a million-dollar purse. Wow. So it was like... And it was rigged, too, where the they put the Americans on one side of the bracket. No, that was different, though. You didn't do that for the World Series? That was a little side event. Okay. It was like, there was that, and then there was the actual event. Okay. And they, yeah, they put American, made sure that the American made the final. Yeah. That was, that was kind of like a okay. side thing. Hmm. But it was like, what, fifth place was like 12 grand or something for fifth. Dang. Solid fifth. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, solid. Which, congratulations Dang. for you guys <laughs> just bankrolling in Doha, by the way. Yeah, we just. We love that fifth spot. Okay, in all, every single time we get a fifth, I think I do, well, after I get unangry, which, also going back to Cape Town, thank you so much for inviting us on that hike, because after that, it has been kind of a game changer, because I would, I would genuinely stay angry and just, like, think about the game, and then not be able to sleep, and be like, oh, why did I do this on that point? It's just like, none of that is being helpful, nothing, like, None of that is helping. We're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea water break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waikia.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANCAST-20. 
All right, that's Sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put it in order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code Sandcast-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the the best multivitamin on the block it's cheap it's less than three dollars a day which it might sound expensive but if you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit it's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you all right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, athletic green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first 
inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta Games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... You know, it, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had St. John Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. So she, you've also been really good about just like, okay, the game's over. Now we have to move on. Like, let's explore. Let's do something fun. Um, but so you guys yeah. checked out table tabletop mountain table mountain table mountain, uh, table mountain. Yeah. mountain. Yeah. and then you guys did table mountain and then we the we hiked up uh, Lion's Head. Yeah. Would you do sweet. the the gondola down? So we, we hiked up. We and did now. the gondola up and yeah. down. Oh yeah, not that. Yeah, you so have a. I hiked up. There was a like five Americans um, who watched me and Cody play, and we met them after we lost. And we we're like, all right, we have a week with nothing to do now. Um, That's the best. And so they all lived there, and mm-hmm. so they said, hey, we should go hike up uh, Table Mountain. So we go up, and we hike up, but it was like thirty mile an hour wind gusts, Oof. and so the gondola was closed. Oh. And so we had to hike the way down. And so we're going on the way down, and there's this sign that says, this is not the easiest way down. <laughs> like, All right. So we're, like, bouldering our way down. That's, like, through that mountain. little, like, crevice, right? At yeah. the top. It's just, like, a tunnel, yeah. basically. It was, uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was pretty sketch. <laughs> um, but it was fun. Uh, I, got a, I, I got, like, the full experience because when I was going up, there was literally a guy by himself over on a rock on the side of the cliff, singing the the Lion King like, <laughs> <laughs> but like the whole song in like the actual words. Like I I wasn't even thinking of Lion King. I was like, this guy's singing like an actual yeah whatever. It's African words. I was like, oh, this is this is the ultimate. <laughs> I got the awesome. pure Lion King song. He just needed a little baby lion to yeah. hold him up, and it would have been perfect. That is awesome. That is so cool. Cape Town's yeah. dope though. Yeah. I had my last event. Actually, now that I think of it, it was my first FIVB and the last event of the season in Cape Town. And then I stayed for like a week and a half, two weeks after. Did you do a safari? I did. Yeah. No, I played in Durban, actually, and then w- went to Cape Town. Safari. We did like the vineyards and the shark diving. Wow. Great cool white gosh. shark diving. We did hear about the yeah. vineyards, too. Yeah. yeah. Vineyards were dope. Man. Very sweet. Like yeah. super yeah, good that. food. Cheap. Just, you can like cheap, stop yeah. at all the wineries on the way. That's sick. awesome. We need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose though. <laughs> yeah. If you're winning, you usually don't have time. That's true. Mm. You can just stay a couple extra days. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Corinne, Corinne usually does a really good job of seeing places as well. Because you guys saw the penguin beach, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you cool. see a lot of penguins? Like, did you get down there on the beach so where there was a ton so of them? many. I've never I've never seen that many people. They smell before. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of poop everywhere. Everywhere. It was so funny because uh, I was with Jake McNeil and Alex Russell. I was like, we gotta see the penguins. Gotta see the penguins. So we got there. I was like, all right, well, what do we do with them? 
what do we do now? Yeah. He's like, you just look at him. Just look at the penguins. <laughs> After five minutes, it's like, you want to go swimming? Like, go <laughs> somewhere Dude, the else. Water is so cold, <laughs> though. It was cold. It's crazy because we were in Durban, which is like right around the Cape. We could have drove, I think. It was like close enough. And the water was like California summer. And then we drive, and then we go to Cape Town, and it's like freaking Antarctica. I almost <laughs> died because I was, I was body surfing out there, and I had a wetsuit, so I thought I was good. And I went under like three waves in a row, and my I got the worst brain freeze in the world. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna pass out. Like my head hurts so bad. I was trying to swim over waves, like, <laughs> pretty big waves. So I'm trying to go over them, and then I had to get out of the water because it was so bad. It was that cold. And then the guys were like, you body surfing out there? They're like, yeah, that's some of the sharkiest water. That I, was like, Ooh. I guess wearing a black wetsuit, bobbing around like a seal is probably not a good idea. That was, <laughs> no, that was frightening. But I got a sharks. sick wave, one wave. Uh, was it worth almost and, getting eaten by a shark? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, but it was so cold. Like it was like unbearable. You can't even enjoy the water, really. Yeah, you probably liked it. I'm I'm good <laughs> with it for a little bit, like 15, 20 minutes, and then things start to lock up. That was no wetsuit. I thought though. you were gonna say seconds. <laughs> 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 but well, I swam from Hermosa to Manhattan. Yeah, that's that was ridiculous. Wild. What? That was cold. <laughs> with no wetsuit. Yeah. In the what time of the year? This was in. Maybe this was summer though, so it wasn't. Not it was bad. reasonable. Katie Spieler though, she's a beast. She's the best in cold water of anyone I know. Because she was, yeah. She she just gets in the water bikini every day, like right now it's freezing. Oof. <laughs> For fun, like <laughs> I'm gonna go be cold. <laughs> yeah. It shocks you awake when it I. It does. Yeah. If I have to get up early to commentate at like four. Just go straight into a cold shower, and it just, oh. it gets you going. Sure. That and some uh. dirty bean water. Yeah. <laughs> some dirty bean water. <laughs> That's true. You guys mentioned um, you got a couple too many fists that you would like, which, one, I think it's a good sign that you started the year in a futures reserve list, and now you're upset about getting fifth in you know, the World Tour Finals or something. I think that's commendable. But I think one of the hallmarks of a great team is the ability, anyone can win together, but it's the ability to lose together. And you guys, before last year, you'd never really lost together a whole lot, except for maybe to April and Alex in an AVP. And I'm curious what that dynamic was like on the road last year, just learning how Kristen likes to take losses, what kind of space she wants, or how you absorb it. That's a great question. (laughs) I think it was. I think last year really did, like, make us both realize it was like, we haven't really lost. Like, that sounds, like, so wild to say, but it was, like, yeah. what? Like we don't even know how to lose. Like, so it did. <laughs> it put us in, like, uncomfortable. It's definitely a learning situation, yeah. Yeah, it was. We had to, like, figure stuff out. Obviously, it put us in, like, uncomfortable situations. Um, but it was. It was just, like, constant communication of, like, and I think we're even, like, still trying to figure out. I don't think we, like... Yeah. Because there's sometimes in a, like in a loss where I'll just be like super angry, and then sometimes in a loss where I'll just like be like super chill. Um, and kind of same for okay. you. Um, I'm more of the more angry. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've definitely learned to um, realize that yes, if we lose, it's still not. It's n- literally not the end of the world. Like we were literally like 
treating it like it was like life or death after, especially at the beginning. And I think, um, having a different realization that no, like we're still going to wake up. Like we're, we're in Doha. Like we get to go see this country that one, I never thought I would be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like, uh, flipping that perspective. And obviously we still like hold ourselves accountable and we, we know that we can be winning these tournaments, but it's just realizing that we're still going to wake up. Like we still like, this is my best friend. Like I still want to do this with her and yeah. I think that has been kind of like, well, yeah, after, after a loss, we do kind of like not talk for a little while. And then one person like chills out, like chills enough to be like, okay, I'm ready to talk whenever you are. <laughs> and then when the other person is ready, then we have our conversation. It's just kind of like been our way to like diffuse the situation and then be able to like make progress from that because if you lose and then you're not learning anything from it losing sucks already and then you're not getting any benefit mm-hmm. from it so i feel like we do learn a ton when we lose um it just really sucks yeah i think it also helped that i feel like after a loss we would always like talk and be like oh we didn't do this 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 and we talked with our um coach drew who knows everything yeah and always. he has for sure like helped just like simplify it to be like hey look you just didn't do this and this and that's why and then you're like wow that actually did happen you're right like (laughs) like just like not overthinking things and just like not having to like you don't have to change everything about your game like what we're doing is good it's just these like small little things that will um as i think we gain more and more experience those little things will happen less and less yeah what do you think were some kind of tools that you guys added throughout the year? Because making the jump from really good NCAA, which is obviously a high level. I mean, Tina was in the Olympics and also playing in college, and you guys beat her at the same time. So you were already at a high level. But there's a big jump from the NCAA to the world tour level. I'm curious what you guys started refining in your own games to make that adjustment. Are you talking about... In volleyball in or volleyball. in well, like the mental either. part? Both, of yeah. I mean, I think the mental parts. That's a big that's part a big of volleyball. Part. Yeah. It's a huge part. Um, we actually just talked with our sports psych after this last tournament, and he just reached out and he was like, "How's it going?" And he obviously <laughs> knew. Like, <laughs> saw Kristen's post of we got fifth. You know, mm-hmm. like, and fifth overall. Like, if you were thinking in the grand scheme of things, it is not last. Like, I don't know what it's. It's not horrible, but again, I think we do just like hold ourselves accountable and like we want to be better. Um, but with him, he was asking us um, so many different questions that I don't think we even like realize. Like, how do you feel best when you go into a game? How is your body language throughout the entire game? How about practices? Like, what are you saying to the other person? How can you help the other person like get out of their funk or what's going on? Um, so all of those things have been huge. And now we're, like, taking it back to practice when we're here and we're competing with teams. And, yeah, it's not a tournament, but it's still, like, kind of pressure situations. And then you learn from there and then bring it into the games. Um, off of that question, I think for sure the biggest thing was the mental side. Yeah. And I think it was in Cape Town that it, like, really – I was like, whoa. I, like, we played um, – Mela and Toledo. Toledo and it was like going into that I'm like all right one I know they're gonna pull a ton and I'm gonna get served like and that's probably the 
I mean, obviously smaller pulling block, especially when they're like that good at pulling. Like if you hit the ball anywhere near Toledo, yeah. it's, it's going to go up. Great it's hands. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I just went at that being like, oh my gosh, I have to be so aggressive. And it was like, I was just going up and like hitting generic angle balls, like at the defender. It was like, when do I ever do that? Like, <laughs> just like that is not what I do. Yeah. And I think after that game, I was like, what the heck are you doing, Kristen? It was like, why are you changing your game? Like, so from now on, I was like, every single game we go into, if we're going to lose, like, it's going to be because the other team is like doing like crazy things or it's because I didn't execute like my game. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm going to go into every game and it's going to be the same. I'm not going to like change everything that I do. And it really did. Like, that may sound like super like simple, but it Mm -hmm. was just like, whoa, okay. Like, yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. So that was something that for sure in Cape Town where I was like, huh, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's especially good when you come to those realizations yourself too. There's just so, so much more sticking power to that. Obviously, you know, if, uh, if Leandro tells you something or, you know, if Drew tells you guys something, you're going to absorb a lot of that. But I feel like it's the realizations that you come to on your own that that's where you make the really big jumps. Yeah. Yep. And then you realize you're like, you're like, oh, I just, I just came to a realization. And your coach is like, I literally been telling you that <laughs> all season. <laughs> you're like, yeah, but now I get it. Because <laughs> I told myself it. <laughs> there is a huge difference though. Like I yeah. agree completely. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see teams kind of adapting to you guys throughout the year? Because a lot of times a rookie season is interesting because it's, it's so new. And you'll ha- kind of have a little bit of advantage because there's no film on you guys prior to that. Did you see teams starting to adjust their strategy throughout the year? Not really, because I feel like every time if we played a team again, it would be like they would do something else, right? Well, no. that's what he's asking. Like, did they change based on that? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? No, I'm saying like it wasn't they didn't like lock into one thing and just like keep doing it or like different teams depending on who like I didn't see like a consistent like throughout the course of the year like these teams started doing this like one thing against us oh yeah yeah I agree and it's so different like based on the team they do either like serve somebody different or pin you to like a corner or like it is really different how every team kind of like takes you on yeah because I love watching the world adjust to new teams. Mm. I loved watching everyone in the world trying to experiment and throw whatever against the wall against Anders and Christian. Yeah. Nothing has worked for four mm. years. Right. And now I'm really excited to watch what teams try to do with Sweden because they yeah. are a nightmare. Wild. I'm kind of like, I'm not even fully convinced that trying to adjust to other teams is a good idea or yeah. even helpful at all. Like, would you really be better off if you spent the if I spent a lot of this off season watching Sweden and trying to figure out how to beat them rather than just working on my own stuff, like Floyd Mayweather's like, I've never, I never watched film. I don't scout my opponents. They scout me. (laughs) Like I'm the standard. (laughs) You gotta beat me. And like, I'm always pretty, I'm a non thinker, right? Like on the court, all that. And I think that's why it works to my favor a lot is because I'm not really like, what did they just do to me? I, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I'm just <laughs> going to go do my game again the next yeah. point. Yeah. And I think that's why it actually works for me. And I've never like really put pressure on myself to like, God, I got to be thinking more and realizing what's going on the last point. Because part of me thinks it's just completely a waste of time. 
granted, like, yes, you have to, like, knowing tendencies, knowing, I like to, like, scout teams and just understand what their body looks like, what their arm swing looks like, how fast do they move. Yeah. So that I have a feel for them. But, like, dude, trying to figure out how to stop Sweden or to play like them, that's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah, I think the biggest There's thing a is, fine line. is watching teams try to do what Sweden's doing. I, you just can't. And you can't. I think you're going to see it a lot they hurt, this year. People hurt themselves more than they help. Yeah, yeah I love it. Like, I mean, even the even them sometimes, they just like give away like yeah. points that you're just yeah. like, oh. It's such a risk-reward. Yeah. They've been doing it. it. They've been doing it for like four <clears throat> years now, Yeah. right? So now you're seeing like where this is just their standard game where they're, they're passing serve-receive is setting, right, for them mentally. Yeah. Them doing like a save save our ass pokey is now like <laughs> actually like this is in system yeah. and like we're very comfortable. I know where this is gonna go. Yeah. So now we're seeing like an evolved version of it. It's not like now they're coming out and doing new stuff. No, they're just like figuring it out after putting in serious time doing it. And everyone else is gonna be like, Well now we're gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, they've yeah. taken so much time to figure it mm-hmm. out and now Well you're it's gonna... the only game they know too. Yeah. When you like grow up playing this way you're going to be better at, than it, at it than other people yeah it's they I, are I, so freaky though it is it's just opposite hand shoot pokes on top of the net perfect location yeah it's like great like, what are you supposed to do i would say it know. makes it very fun to watch like mm-hmm. just watching it you're totally. just like whoa whoa like, <laughs> <laughs> so for like the audience or yeah. someone who's mm-hmm. like doesn't know beach volleyball i feel like they are a good pair to be like Oh wow! Like that's beach volleyball. Like, yeah, totally. And then if you know beach volleyball, you're like, did they seriously just do that? Like yeah. that is so yeah. hard. It's one yeah. thing like when they're like you're like out of system and winging it, and you do a cool play, but you're like these guys are doing it on purpose now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty next level. It's for impressive. Sure. They they're gonna change the whole sport in like five years or so. You'll yeah. see like the Sweden effect. A little It'll bit. Take- I, you'll see it. People yeah. are trying to do it now. But, like, it'll have evolved the whole game. And I think FIVB, they want it to go to more, like, jumpy, like, flick sets and indoor-y yeah, kind of stuff anyway. They yeah. do not care if you double. They do care if you lift the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well said. Yeah. They, really, do they just the t- don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, really, it's, it is annoying, though, watching the Swedes sometimes because they'll, like, go and, like, set yeah. the ball from, like, all over the place. And then it's, like... Taryn will come over here and set the ball, like, fine. And they're like, ah, whistle. I'm like, right. what? what? <laughs> because they want it quick and flashy yeah. rather than, like, deep and no spin. But I don't get that because they're like, we're trying to make it more like indoor. But it's not indoor. We are on a beach. Yeah. Trust oh. me. I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah. it, yeah. it comes I mean, down I've, to, yeah. it comes down to whoever, the people who are good at it, who can set a ball with no spin, are going to be mad that, they're switching it and vice versa like the skilled players are like no we like that because it's that's how we separate ourselves from these other athletes and you're just taking that away from them giving these athletes that have less skill the ability to hang with us and then the other athletes are happy (laughs) but the fans i just think it's such an inconsistent calling still yeah what was madison's uh theory on it he thinks that he's just at this point, you should just, just like forget do it. Do whatever. Just throw you can, it. You can set, like just set the ball, from a fan's perspective, because like he's looking at like football. Like if you don't throw, oh he didn't throw a spiral, 
it's not that pass pass is incomplete or like a chess pass like that thing is rotating sideways like fans don't want to see things being called because you passed it in the wrong way Mm. but like we're so used to that being like a huge valuable skill in the sport that it's like no why would you take that out that but madison did have a good point i guess yeah i mean my thing is is i just think that there are so many other things to be concerned about than hand setting rules especially when there wasn't really a problem before there's a lot of problems to solve Right on the world Navy P door. I don't think hand setting is one of them. I don't think the sport is yeah. any of them. But it is at the top the of the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. confused of why they are trying to like change all of this. However, to the whole yeah. like spiral and not spiral thing, I feel like if a quarterback doesn't throw a spiral or something, like, like, like oh, you may get intercepted, yeah. or it's probably not going to be caught. So if like a beach volleyball player like right doesn't like doubles it or something, however, it's still like if you double it and it goes to a good location, you're giving your like hitter a like. Right. Good opportunity. Yeah, totally. So, I don't know. I don't know either. It's an interesting argument, though. Yeah, it's just... I'm I'm all I about feel... the nice hand setting, because, yeah. you know... Because, <laughs> you know... <laughs> I, I feel bad for the refs, honestly, because there's no standard. I talked to a couple of them, they're like, we don't really know yeah. what the standard is. I'm going to be hucking some sets, though, this year. <laughs> back line, over the shoulder... Everywhere. Jump set from the from the belly button. My favorite thing for officiating though, there is a ball mark, right? And yeah. now you can challenge and they have to get done. Right. And the ball lands like middle of the court, right? Yeah. Like you kinda know where it lands and then the line judge comes over and like circle waves like way away from where the yeah. mark is and you're like, it's not even the right one. <laughs> like yeah. how how do you do that? Over here. Yeah. Somewhere over there. Yeah. And then they like That's point it. so far away from where it actually went. And I was like, can I challenge the... The line judge. <laughs> <laughs> <That goal? laughs> can I challenge which, yeah. which mark they're looking at? Oh, yeah. my god! You know, as a player, whenever a ref comes down to check a mark, I'm like, it's that one. <laughs> that one, that way, six feet away. That's why they like yell at you. You just walk over to look at it. Hey, get yeah, away. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> well, my question is, what happens if you just swipe it? Huh. That I don't know. Be like, your call was out. Your original call was out. Yet. Now there's no mark. Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I was assume that I was lying. The refs are like supposed to protect it. The Like, they I know the down ref. Me. That's what he was supposed to happen. He's going to box you out. It, did, it didn't happen. <laughs> it happened in one of our games and it was... I also did see one in watching one of the games. I did see a player walking over and the ref came like running. They were like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know what actually happens if you're like, oh, I'm going to look at you ref, but I'm still going like- to I'll do like, I've done a few times where you're like diving and you let it go. And you kind of see it on the line around, and you just fall on it. And just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just fall. Like, that was out for sure. Yeah. Just so they don't have a mark yeah. to look at, or you're like running past it and just step right in it. Or when we played in Brazil, that one ball that we asked them to come down, and he was coming. The ref was coming to check it because it was really close, and oh, the, the line the judge line. just clear, like cleared it, and I was like, "What?" And then she came up to us the next day. We had to replay it. She came up to us the next day. She was like, he was crying. He felt so bad that he just moved the ball mark line. I was like, I mean, it was fine for us because it worked out and we won the game. But if that would have been like game point, I would have been so angry. Yeah, It's tough because the up refs are paid officials, but most of the time the down 
the line judges are just volunteers. Yeah. And they and half of them don't know that this means that it's out of bounds. Yeah. It's like, oh, field goal is good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll yep. see a swing dead center of the court. And like, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know if they gave them the briefing of what that means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> I think one of the reasons that your guys' year felt like three lifetimes, though, is because you never had a – you never taxied on the runway. You guys just went from zero to twenty thousand feet, yeah, in a second. I'm wondering what that what that adjustment period was like, where you guys just went from futures reserve list, and then you won what your second challenge that you played in Turkey. When you guys were on the podcast, it was like the vibe was like, yeah, let's see if we can get on the world tour this year. Like we have no points. I think they're all going to block us out, and then and then it's like. You're, you just won an event, like, you're like, oh, we're in. Oh, we win. Oh, we're on, we're on the world tour. <laughs> I mean, it, what, it is still I, wild to think about. Like, you saying it, it, like, makes me think about it more, I yeah. guess. I still don't think I've, like, processed everything that's happened, and I don't think I will until, like, we have a normal year or, yeah. like, a normal year. Yeah, I think it, it's still wild that we did only play in one future and two challenge events, and then all the rest were Elite 16s, like... And it really was every single time. We had, last year we were just like, whatever opportunity we can get, we, we're just going to go yeah, right. and try and make the most of it. And we were very fortunate enough to do so. It was also a perfect year with the whole challenge, challenger system with the points where yeah. if you're a good team doing well at the lower levels, like you're going to f- fly up the list. And the country quick. quota getting yeah. kicked that out. The country quota saved our exactly. lives. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Country quotas were brutal. Just fly all the way out there to play one match, lose, go home. Yeah. Or win, and now you're in the qualifier. <laughs> win, and now you're in... <laughs> now you're in single still, again. Winning that country quota in Sochi, points-wise, is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So best win in your career, probably. Best win in my career, for sure. Get into the qualifier where we played uh, Nico, played Argentina, ended yep. up going to the Olympics, mm-hmm. lose to them in three, I got 20 points. <laughs> 20? 20, the big 2-0. Oh, no. Getting last, losing first round qualifier of a, what was a four-star was the worst possible finish you could get. If you lost wow. in the first round of the qualifier of a one-star, it was better because you technically Wait, got a better what? place. Because one stars were sixteen team fields. Oh my god! Teams, Four stars yeah. were thirty two. That's literally the best Wait, win what? of your career. Yeah, and it ended up being backfiring horribly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Big moral victory. Big terrible moral victory, for the yeah. points. <laughs> Wait, so wow. what if if you would have lost that game? Does your point like the? It's points? nothing. You technically weren't in the tournament. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So, Cam and Theo were not happy that they lost, but they didn't get. Didn't they get didn't the old get 20, 20 point dinger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Crazy. I was talking with Adam. I was like, that was an expensive win. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it for sure. <laughs> Dang. Wait, so back the one star points, there wasn't that big of a difference between one star and four star points? There was, <clears throat> but because the fields were so much bigger, and still are, I mean, futures are just 16 and challenge is 24. Um, but... So if you get dead last in a four star, it was you got like forty first or something. But if you got dead last in a one star, you got maybe like twenty first. And so the gap sure. between those finishes is where 
if you had won, if you win the first round of a four star qualifier, then you're you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that first one, it's a really important one. Wow, <laughs> that is so insane. Man. It's so insane you, to you me. Did, go ahead, yeah. try. No, oh. well, I just keep hearing like your guys like perspective on your whole careers is like so backwards to me because I'm so used to like start my career at the bottom and work my way up. But you guys had college to where it's like you're just used to winning, whereas like pretty much everyone else is just used to losing. And then you try to like convince yourself that you're supposed to be winning all the time, which is like where I'm at now. I'm like, I can win. I can yeah. win tournaments. Because <laughs> back in the day, it was like, okay, just make a main draw, whatever. And then it was like ninths were like good for like a whole season or two. It was like top 10 in the world. That's awesome. And then I had to convince myself, I was like, that's not good anymore. Like, stop getting ninths. Stop being like content with ninths and yeah. then fifths. And I've still been stuck in that like fifth range. But, like, you guys coming in just like, okay, we have to somehow figure out a way to be okay not winning every single tournament. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm just trying to win, like, (laughs) another one. (laughs) It's just crazy, like, to have that perspective. And I need to, I'm I'm actually at 10 years in or whatever, trying to, like, figure out how to make sure I, like, convince myself of that. Like, I can go to tournaments and actually, like, win these things. If I don't think that, then... It's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. You guys are like well, literally rookies on tour, but I'm trying to figure out your mindset <laughs> <laughs> when I'm 10 years in. Yeah. Well, I like your mindset of just not thinking. <clears throat> I love those games where you just like walk off the court. Kristen's like, man, that was such a sick play in the first game, the fourth point. And I'm like, I have no what? idea what just happened in <laughs> yeah. the last hour and a half. You're like, like I, I blacked out. <laughs> I was like, did we win? We <laughs> won <laughs> It yeah. really is not fun sometimes, though, because I really am. I'm like, oh, like that was a sick block. And she's like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it was cool. <laughs> I go back and watch it later. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is uh, what she was talking about. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like almost every partnership dynamic ends up that way, where you have the super thinker, and then you have the, the player who just, like, instincts take over, whatever you repped out in practice. And then after the match, you're like, oh. That was fun. Me and Trevor did not have a super thinker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Both of you guys were just like, let's go. Yeah. Play? Yeah. It was pure street ball. Wing it. Worked out pretty well for not much thinking. But it's weird because you you do a lot of the thinking like before Before. and after. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I'm like, "Uh." but like in the game, I'll be, in the game, I'll be definitely thinking, obviously. Yeah. Well, it takes a certain skill set or like certain thought process to be able to switch back and forth from thinking to not thinking. So that's why I don't bother doing it because <laughs> it's just too much. Well, actually, no, I've actually learned because I felt like I had some like we have to think out here and Trevor's actually sees the game better, but he's not feeling the need to communicate it really. I'm like, no, dude, I need that stuff. <laughs> if you got the thought, say it. <laughs> so then I had to like train myself to think and like, okay, think time. I give myself a few seconds. Okay, got it. Now turn brain off time and have to like jump back and forth between the two. That is so interesting. I wish I could just see like bubbles of what is going on in people's heads. Oh, right. That would be amazing. Yeah, that Wouldn't would that be, be amazing? Like some people would be thinking about food. The next person would be thinking about like blocking, you know? That's such a good point. That would be, be so, so entertaining. Yeah. 
It'd be an interesting uh, superpower to have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can just read minds whenever you want. I you need the ability yeah. to also turn them off. That oh, would be yeah. like, oh, yeah. not, <laughs> You do not want to see what's going on in people's heads. <laughs> Especially males. <laughs> in the middle of a game, what the hell is that guy thinking about? <laughs> I would like to see the difference in like... Uh, like what males think during a, right. game, a beach volleyball game versus like what the women are thinking. They should, yeah. They could do like a, I don't know, like a comedy special on that where they like pretend like they know what's yeah. going on in there. Or, <laughs> or a movie maybe, right? They have like, what was that movie? Well, they have uh, Mel, Mel Gibson, What Women Think. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys seen that? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think so. Is it an older movie? Yeah. 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 We have a second commercial break. This is to give all of you listeners a heads up that Miami will soon to be host both to the King of the Court and the AVP on back-to-back weekends. Miami Beach Live is back for 2023 with a month full of fun, sun, fitness, and sweat. Whether you enjoy watching sports or playing them, we have something for you. The city of Miami Beach is proud to partner with various organizations to provide diverse health and wellness, fitness, and entertainment events that the whole family can enjoy. Whether you're here for a weekend or a lifetime or the AVP or the king of the court, there's something for you in Miami Beach. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, there, was a, there was like a few. Another one, I think, too. Was there's there like a recent a one? Of yeah, maybe the more recent. What Women Want or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, yeah, that one's pretty... <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like, yeah. They're both just so, I don't know, like girls think so much and guys, I just like don't understand how they just like have like an empty box going on. Like nothing, no no thought, just chilling. Yeah, there's like no, girls like things have to make sense, I think. Yeah. Whereas we're like, oh, I mean, whatever. Things just just don't make sense. (laughs) That's our logic behind it. And we want to like figure it out and you're like, dinner. (laughs) it's been really funny because i mean delaney is as indecisive as it gets and now that we got the kid coming we have to make a lot of decisions about a lot of different things and she'll ask me like what do you think about this and i'll just make a decision but why didn't you didn't even think about the other option i was like i did this one just seemed better but why like i don't know we need him (laughs) (laughs) a decision needs to be made (laughs) so i picked one but is it the right one well you wanted a decision, so I just made one. Yeah, because you yeah, like trying to pick a pediatrician. Yeah. And I was like, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't we just call like three people who have kids nearby and ask them what they think? And she's like, well, I don't want to bother people. Like, right. They seem more reliable than Google. So. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Yeah. We're just not That's very good. complicated creatures, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's nice. Don't overthink us, yeah. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> nice <laughs> it's probably nice to have drew who breaks it down so fundamentally and simple in my experience you guys obviously have a lot more experience than i do but um yeah <laughs> and is like he on three the world tour full-time yeah. words. he's not we did have um a guy come with us just to like have someone like warm us up and yeah. everything this past tournament but um and drew now he may come to like the uh, mexico or like say canada like mm. closer events um what does he but, do uh on the side or in addition to coaching you guys lsu he co- no he coaches um other like junior players right 
coaching yeah. yeah. Where does he coach out of? Mangoes? Mangoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. Yep, he's at Mangoes every nice. day. I still never been. All day, but every day. I think we're planning on going. Down to Mangoes? New Orleans for the uh, first time. Nice. Uh, I missed it like five times. Yeah. I think I'm going to be the good luck charm. There'll be no rain. Didn't it rain last year too? Yeah, no? there was a delay because we sat at home. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like but it, so great. Year, but it wasn't bad. It hasn't been bad. Yeah, it was or relatively it was dry. Yeah. That was probably year. the best year then. Yeah. Okay. Relatively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really never know. Yeah, because coconut sometimes it'll rain and you can go swimming there before mm. you can play beach volleyball. And last year it was never <sighs> totally flooded, yeah. which is nice. They put in a new drainage uh, system for all of that. I feel like so. I hear that every year at coconut. <laughs> We redid the drainage. I don't know, but there wasn't as much water. <laughs> Wait, does mangoes? It's at coconuts. The tournament's yeah. at coconut yes. or yeah. mango? Because it, it, it has a lot more sand. Guava. It's for sure way deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Next so year we're playing in guava. Uh, mangoes yeah. is in Baton Rouge, and New Orleans has coconut. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. I'm going to coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But mangoes is, I think, I was talking to Christian on the side about, but one of the deepest sands I've ever played in. For sure. Yeah. And it is a beautiful facility. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a long time, but Louisiana is stacked. You guys yeah. have so many places to play. We're doing yeah. we're doing it right. And the LSU stadium, it oh, really yeah. is just Sweet. kind of the best <clears throat> yeah. stadium that you can possibly play in. It's yeah. It's really nice. I agree. The setup was ideal. I feel we like you really guys good. are every time you come out here you extend your stay a little bit. <clears throat> Last year was like a month. And then I ran into you guys on Friday, months. and I was like, hold on. I didn't know you were here. You're like, yeah, we're here till March. They're like, uh-huh. This might is, become a little bit more permanent. It is funny how every single person who, like, sees us for the first time or something, so that, You moved like, out here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, we have not. Still still in Louisiana, but, uh, it's, but yeah, it's nice. It's getting sticky. Yeah. <laughs> the goo's the goo. sticking. Yeah, you, can't, you come here I've often been, enough, the goo is just killing you. I've been here for, like, you. since 2007. <laughs> yeah. Just no, I'm not from here. I'm from Hawaii. <laughs> oh, you live in Ca- yeah, I live there, but I don't know. I'm not from here. God damn it! I've been here like half my life. I will say we did it's come. Kidding me? We came here earlier this year because we were like, oh, like all right, it'll be nice to like get into a routine. Like the weather will be nice because who knows? Like New Orleans or uh, Baton Rouge, it's sometimes like way too cold, especially like winter time. And we come here and it rained like every day. For a yeah. week. And yeah, everyone's like, true. wow, this hasn't happened for 50 years or something crazy. And they're like, oh, perfect. The one month that we're here to train, yeah. Drew's here, yeah. like, we are getting ready to get ready for our tournaments. Rained every day. Is that when yeah. the waves were huge? Yes. yes. So it was like first week of January-ish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I had never seen that big waves. That was, they were huge. That was wild. Yeah. They were scraping the bottom of the pier. Yeah, it was closed. The yeah. pier was closed. It was so insane. Yeah, but. fun week to live here. Sorry about your visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Like Drew was like, man, I was like so excited. I had everything like lined up, like um, just like a consistent practice, practice schedule. And yeah. then it was like we didn't know if we were going to practice this day or this day or what time. Like it was, it was wild. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing that you guys seem to kind of have dialed is when to come here, when getting reps back home with Drew is good. Is your um, have you kind of figured out a good a better travel schedule this year? Because last year, like you said, we're just taking any chance we can. We're going to play. But now that you guys are in Elite 16 main draws, you can be a little bit more selective. Not yet. Not yet. No? Almost. We are still on the reserve. I think it's like one or two on the 
qualification. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we are not booking flights for a random tournament in a different country two days before we have to go, like yeah. we did a couple other times. <clears throat> yeah, we've definitely. That's probably for sure part of the learning process. We for sure learned like, oh, this day getting here works best for us. Like, and even like this year we started impl- like before when we were like go on the road we like never went into the gym before the games but like this past tournament we like got into the gym kind of to keep that like routine going mm-hmm. a little bit even when we're on the road so it is kind of crazy like we really did like we say all the time like we learned so much but it is like we are starting to like implement some of these things and yeah. like still still even learning probably this year i'm sure we'll learn a ton yeah, yeah think- we were trying to figure out our schedule <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it's like man should we play in this one or this one and i was like Chris and these are the best problems ever. Like yeah, last year, we right. just wanted to get into one tournament. Right. So. Yeah. Does it feel a lot different to you guys now that Olympic qualifying has started? I don't know or if that's kinda... hit me either. Mm. I think the first. I think the first one we were like, we have to. There's do. a little something. Yeah, There's a little like, something oh, there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It is also just such a weird thing of like. Obviously, like the other U.S. teams, yeah. you're like you're like really like watching. It, like, what are they doing? What are they? Yeah. But I feel like we like it is. We've like had that conversation. I feel like because in Doha we kind of did feel that, but now it's just like no, like we're we're just gonna do our thing. Like yeah. whatever everyone else is doing, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like that's their thing. But we're just gonna trust our game. Trust that whatever events we do end up playing in, we're gonna be successful and do well in. So. It was, but yeah, there definitely was. It's a, something there, right? Yeah, yeah. So we had a t- we talked about it. It's only something that you like talk like we've been talking about, or like that's our top goal, and like right. oh, the process is starting. So for us to be like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it matters. You just keep telling sure. ourselves that the whole time. No, I don't care how they do. Just check how they do. They won? Oh, no, that's fine. It's all good. I don't care. I so wish there was, like, a event or something where it was, like, a college-style thing or something where so it was, cool. like, USA versus Brazil. And yeah. it was, like, you got to, like, cheer for your other U.S. Yeah. teams. And it was just, like, it brought everyone together. Yeah. Like, I think that would be... Like, have you ever cheered so for a cool. U.S. men's team to do well? <clears throat> Not really. See? Tokyo. Tokyo yeah. kind of switched it up for you, though. Oh. Yeah. In the, I was cheering for Nick and Phil, like, pretty heavily. I mean, that yeah, it's just yeah. a unique situation. Plus, everyone was already there, and it wasn't like making me worse. It's like Olympics yeah. is set; like we might as well have a team win, yeah. kind of thing. Plus, it was unique circumstances. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I've been saying that for years. And you loved that, that so exhibition, cool. the USA Brazil exhibition, because they did do one a while ago. I don't know if you guys yeah, have heard about it that. It was sick. It was in Brazil, US versus Brazil. Basically, like, an American team's going to make the finals. We all, like, lined up, stadium, like, they did all these intros. And then we, every match was a Brazil versus U.S. And then I forget how the format was, but it was it was so fun. And then, um, yeah, we, me and Heidi made the, made the final, actually. But it yeah. was funny because we were playing terrible. Like, all the U.S. teams were losing because we were in the off season. And they were in mid-season oh, yeah, for them. Yeah. And so we were just all getting smashed. But me and Hayden played a little better than everyone else. So we ended up making the finals by losing our way there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But even in that scenario, the best U.S. team was going to make more money. So like, there's really never been situations where we're incentivized to cheer for each other. Even in Olympics, it was like, I just want to cheer for these guys because they're my friends and 
they're the U.S. I'd love for the U.S. to get something out of this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's never not mm. getting much traction <laughs> on it. <laughs> Dang. We'll see. Yeah, maybe after the Olympics. Because yeah. now, for obviously, sure, that's yeah. the attention. <laughs> for sure, not probably a good time after for that. I retire. Yeah, <laughs> at some point, yeah. <laughs> that's when they're going to do it. Oh, yeah, well. like you said, good problems to have now that you can be more selective. I think it's going to be funny when you look back, probably three or four years from now, and you look at your rookie and sophomore seasons. You're like, "What were we doing?" <laughs> we're yeah. probably going to make some mistakes for sure, or like things that we wish we could change. One hundred percent. It's there's cool already like tournaments that were like, "Oh man, we should have played." Didn't you know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's cool that you guys have such a good relationship. Is the friendship? Business partner, volleyball partner dynamic ever difficult? Because you spend so much time together. You're on the road. Do you guys live together in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Yes, your roommates. Jeez. On the road or at home. So <laughs> that's a lot. That's we an are not friends act. anymore. We are sisters. <laughs> we have just, yeah. like, that's kind of the way it is. I don't know, like, um, this is going to sound weird, but it's like, the longest relationship that's like not just like a normal friendship, but not like a family member, but right that I've ever had. Like that's really embarrassing, but like the longest <laughs> one. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, like looking at our relationship and I was like, I want to have like Kristen as a friend, Kristen as a business partner, Kristen as a, as a partner, you know? And it's just like all those three things are different. So like this last week we like went out, and like had a non-volleyball dinner. And so like putting those into our schedule of like, we can't talk about volleyball. Like as soon as one of us brought it up, it was like, no, you can't. Yeah. Like we're not answering it. We're not talking about it. So I think that is super helpful. I think like sometimes having breaks, yeah. like last year we spent like a week apart and we were like, this is the longest we've ever gone <laughs> in three you. years. <laughs> yeah. And then she's texting me every three seconds. <laughs> and she's like, Taryn, I was just thinking. <laughs> I think though the, the sister word, I think like really does like explain it because there's for sure, like you like bicker with your sister. Mm, like yeah. there are times where you're just like, Oh my gosh, you're making me angry. Right. Like, yeah. And, and you know how sure. to like push each other's buttons. Yeah. Sure. So that is for sure. I think ter- that like that sister word really, I think has turned. Whereas like earlier I would say it was more like a, a friendship mm. where now it really is like a sister relationship where it's like, yeah, we do bicker. Like there are times where I'm like mostly where she's like, I need to get away from you. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, still. I mean, super fun, and it's cool that we just get to travel around the world and um, see all these things. What does a like off time look like, especially when you guys are out here in Cali? You said you're here for two months this time. Mm-hmm. Wow! So like, yeah. what's we the did like a month training? Like? Oh, um, free time. I am a big foodie, so I love exploring <sighs> new restaurants. That's LA, you can do that forever. There's so but, many. Yeah, I get like probably. 30 new restaurants from Kristen. I send her restaurants. Yeah, my Instagram explore page, food. Just <laughs> food. Like, that's nice. all it is. Um, and, and, I mean, we're, like, we're pretty strict during the week with, like, nutrition and everything. Right. So, like, get a nice little, like, one or two cheat meals on the Friday weekend. Friday night, yeah. yeah. So that is something I, I love to do. She's, I love going for walks, I finding new coffee shops. every single coffee shop. And reading and just like I love people watching it's so much fun so I just like 
go in the strand and mm-hmm. people watch or it's honestly I wouldn't say it's anything fun. Like there's nothing like sounds pretty fun. Outrageous that we do. Um so yeah. The, I mean it's the, just nice. Late night clubbing down in L.A. Uh, <laughs> underground scene. Can't say I've been heard great things. TK yeah. and after dark. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a fun one. Fun little segment. No, I think college, college senior year really got it all out of me. Right. It's good we to did have something every yeah. single weekend. Like we drove to Austin to watch the. L- it was the year that we had Joe Burrow. Oh, so that's right. like. Yeah. Our football team was so yeah. good. LSU's really. yeah. campus was just rocking. Oh, it sure. was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Looking back, though, I'm like, how did we, like, survive? And that was also the year. That was COVID year. But that was the year that, like, LSU was for – we were going to win the national championship. Like, for sure. Like, there is not a part of me that it doubts that that was going to happen. And we were still – it was like, how are we going to go? We were, like, having a good time. And <laughs> we were going to go win. Like, it was just like – Weird thinking back on that, being like, how, Ooh. like, how did we even do that? I don't know how I would, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> they were, you would just like hop in the car right after practice, drive somewhere. Yeah. There was like whatever event was like within six to eight hours, we were gonna go drive and go do it. Or like yeah. sometimes we even flew to other places, right? Yeah. It's weird, it's wild, fun. Love it. You have one car between you two? No, we both have a car. Oh, okay. Here? Yeah, here. Oh, oh just one. No, yeah, just one. <laughs> so it'd, be, it'd be weird at, at home uh, if you had one. I guess not weird, <laughs> but like, I expected you to both have cars yeah. back home. Yeah. Here you got one. Car. It would have yeah. been gotcha. funny, though. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's the favorite restaurant at the moment that you found here in L.A.? Oh, that's a tough one. Have you been to Koreatown? Like, explored that? you like Korean food? I can't say I know... What if you, I do? Korean barbecue. Uh, Korean just, well, that's so Korea good. town. Like, L.A. has every town, right? Like, most big cities. And it's, that's my, my go-to. Korean barbecue where you, like, they give mm-hmm. you the raw meat and you cook it in front of yourself. Mm. Kind of experiential. Is it yeah. so weird to you, though, that you are paying to, to cook, cook your own yourself? Food? I've thought about it. Okay. But I really and then like you just it. don't think about it? Well, it's like... <laughs> You're not going to get it any fresher off yeah. the grill. Yeah. And you're, like, talking and eating. Like, you have all your sides and your rice in front of you. So mm-hmm. you're eating, talking, and you're really just, like, grabbing your – putting your meat on the grill before you grab it off your plate kind of thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, just I think I'm all about, like, the experience mm-hmm. of, like – like, you can pay a little bit more to, like, have a good experience instead right. of it just being, like, I'm going to eat and then leave. Right. Exactly. My wreck. I don't. I don't have any <laughs> great restaurants, but just general Korean barbecue. Torrance oh, actually. And, um, I don't think I've ever tried Korean. Just pokey. Oh. Have you guys been to Just pokey? No, but ever, Ooh, everybody oh. says that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's a, I mean, yeah. You know, even as as a Hawaiian, because you guys been having no, the it's, pokey it's, standards. It's one of the more like actual Hawaiian style poke spots. Like the cucumbers isn't. It's unique to them. I think, and if they have too much of the juice that's leaking into my rice, kind of gets <laughs> on my nerves a little. Huh. <clears throat> and then the seaweed salad. No, it's good though. Yeah, if you want like the a traditional poke experience, go I've to never had one. Have to try it. I know. I've it's never it's had right one. down the road. Don't go to one where there's like if if like corn and like edamame and stuff like that is a side option. It's not. It's, no. it's not a real. Is there like okay. one you, you thing can eat it. Like, it's fine. It's just 
And that's not poke to me. <laughs> Is there like a specific bowl you recommend from? I'd go like there? just traditional or like shoyu, which means yeah. soy sauce. Shoyu is my favorite that they have. Wasabi, if yeah. you want a little. But I think theirs is a little like, um, yeah, a little spicy. It's good. I feel like I have to try it. Oh, wait. Their spicy Tim Brewster showed us a really good sushi spot. Okay. That might be at the top of my list okay. thus far. There's some good ones around here, just in this town alone. Yeah. Well, yeah, we went up to Manhattan. What was it Dash called? Dashi or uh, oh. uh, like Izakaya. Izakaya, yeah. Yeah, Izakaya's killer. It yeah, was so delicious. good. Oh Happy gosh. hour, too. Super cheap. Really? Mm-hmm. And it was Tim Brewster. Yeah. And like, just yeah. one of the greatest people what? of all time. <laughs> He's kind of a foodie, too. He can be pretty picky with what he eats. Huh. So any Tim Brewster wrecks. Yeah, like, always good. He loves... He's pretty high-end with his tacos. He gets tacos every Tuesday. I'm like, Tim, those tacos are like nine yeah. bucks a pop. Wow. Like, if I pay more than two bucks for a taco, that's expensive for yeah. me. <laughs> wow. Like a little baby better taco? Be, big tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he eats like six of them. That's a thirty-six dollar meal of tacos, Tim. <laughs> Only on Tuesdays. Yeah. Only on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, now you got some new, yeah, new options. Right. Dash Dashi, by the way, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a new one in Manhattan. This right is not to, good. There's so right many places. Right next to Tacolicious. So you guys can go with Tim. I can't still get tacos. There's two outdoor patios there, so you can sit right on the other side of the planters. Oh. You can eat tacos. You can have some. Perfect. The sushi is really good. And it's one block down from Izakaya. Okay. Anyway. Well, great. There you go. Yeah. Well, where can everyone find your food chronicles, find your adventures? Oh, Instagram. My Instagram. I definitely. Just Kristen Nuss? Uh, I think it's Kristen underscore Nuss. Okay. Actually, someone from New York sent us bagels. <gasps> yeah. So you were like, I, I know you bagels. love like food chronicles and everything. She was like, I New love York, that. Yeah, she was like, huh. New York has they the best were bagels. So good. <laughs> Send some bagels. I was like, well, this is amazing. Food Chronicles is really taking off now. I love I it. I heard there's a um, like a Uber Eats, but for the whole country. Like, if you want Philly cheesesteak, you order it, and they will send it from Philly, like wow. the authentic spot, and get it to you, like flash frozen or something. So you heat it up, but it was like frozen right off. Just saying, your buns just soaked. Yeah, (laughs) no, like they do it right, apparently. But you have to pay like twenty times the regular price. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just got a king cake from Louisiana. I was like, wow, we're just getting so many food things sent to us. I love when food arrives at my door. (laughs) (laughs) She did check the door like multiple times. And she's like, I just want to make sure the bagels just (laughs) get here. (laughs) Yeah. But you're putting together the next vlog. Yeah. I think you guys do a great job with the vlogs, by the way. Yeah, I'm currently editing. I enjoy them. Editing the Doha final vlog. Oh, there we go. Awesome. Yeah, where can they find your vlog then? Oh, our YouTube channel. I think it's TK and V-Ball. Okay. Because I think that I think they're really well done. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's mainly for our families. Some of them, but yeah, this this one. She just sits there and giggles because she like makes fun of me, and it's like a horrible video of me or something. And she rewatches it, and I can hear it. (laughs) Rewatches it, laughs. Rewatches it, laughs. Cuts a little bit. Rewatches it and laughs. I'm like, I know what you're watching. She's like, it never gets unfunny. (laughs) (laughs) Edit the next one. And you guys also have a newsletter, correct? Yes. Yeah, we do. You can. We have a website. It's tknvball.com. Okay. And if you scroll down to the bottom, you can subscribe. Awesome. 
So yeah. that's where they can find you guys on all your channels, which I yes. think you do a great job of. Yeah, we also have some gear that you can find on the website too. Yeah, and that's available all the time. We had questions about that, so that's nice. TK yeah. and V-Ball. Mm -hmm. TK and merch. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Anything else, you guys? No. Thank you so much for having yeah. us. Thanks for coming back on. We'll yeah. just it's been keep a crazy this as our year. Yeah. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to see what's uh, new in the studio next time. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have a, we'll have our sign back up. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. We Good, because otherwise we won't come back. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> until that thing. Next time, Friday, Friday wine night. Ooh, Friday, I like Friday. It. There we go. And maybe some food, some yeah. apps. Yeah. Oh, It'll sound goodness, real nice for try. just the audio listeners. Wait, yeah. I was thinking that <laughs> nice each punch. one of us could have, we, you could bring your favorite food, and then we could have a little taste and wine. Maybe we eat That's before. Cause then, you like, don't want to like I mean, chew it in here? How does that sound? I actually <laughs> hate it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it off camera. Oh, this I mean, is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could, Taryn maybe would love we, that. We eat the food, then we talk about it. Oh, with our wine while we like a wine. food chronicle <laughs> yes. podcast. Boom. Okay. All right. Done. Done deal. Good brainstorming. I bet session, you. Everyone. I bet you. Uh, Kristen's drinking dirty bean water by by next year. <laughs> this time, <laughs> Waikato uh, to be more one more sniff. I mean, we'll see. these have notes of sweet almond, baker's chocolate, and walnuts. <laughs> you can really smell it. In I there. do get that smell. <laughs> They really, oh, they really do you think you. some people can smell more than other people? Oh, for sure. I can't smell hardly anything. Do you think that do changes think how you taste? Like some yes. people yeah. can taste like more? Yeah. Well, so sure. I'm colors. convinced that she, well, we're convinced that she can taste things more because she just like sits there, eats something, talks about it for three hours. And I'm like, yeah, it was really good. But I, yeah. that's all I got. Me and you are such anything. similar people. You're like, well, for fun, I'm going to... Take walks and read my my soul. Oh my gosh! Just like a crossword yeah. puzzle. And, and yes. You, and you also can't taste stuff as well as your significant other. <laughs> That's yeah. how Delaney is. She'll have a couple bites and she'll be able to name every ingredient in it. I'm like, I tasted like a burger. <laughs> yeah, like it was good. Yeah. But now I'm moving on. Like yeah. It's just, I'm I'm with you, Kristen. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But you can I smell really, really appreciate well, quiet walks and reading. It's just hard for me to do. <laughs> I have to force it. <laughs> I get the value of it. Yeah. Eating, I'm very good at. <laughs> yeah. All righty. But yeah, thanks All for right, having ladies. us. Thanks for coming Thank on. You. Always a blast hanging out. Thanks. Shoots. So we shoots. Sync that up. That was adorable. Wait, did you Thank say you. shoots? Shoots. That's that deep was, chemistry if I've ever seen it. That was adorable. Shoots means like, uh... Like the end. Like, okay then. Oh. Right? Oh, we're ready then. Okay. Yep. Shoots, we're out. <laughs>